The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to In the Kitchen with Courtney. It is Sunday, August the 28th, 2022. And tonight, we're going to be doing a quick and easy stir-fry recipe. So um, a few announcements before we get started. If you would like to reach any of the cooks at ACB, you can send an email to acbcooks at gmail.com. Again, that email is acbcooks at gmail.com. And to subscribe to our listserv, send a blank email with subscribe in the subject line to acb-cooks plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. And if you did not get that information, I will give it again at the end of the call, but you can also find it in the description for tonight's call where you log in. All right, so we'll go ahead and get started. This recipe, like I said, is quick and easy, and it's one of those that you can use to empty out your refrigerator, Um, you know, kind of clean up and get rid of some of your leftovers. So I'll briefly go over some of the ingredients. You will need uh, half a cup of some kind of meat. So it can be beef, chicken, turkey, pork, shrimp, whatever you want to throw in there. You will need um, one tablespoon of cornstarch, one cup of water, and you mix those together to make a kind of a slurry that we will use to uh, as a, the sauce. You will need some vegetables. So tonight I have celery that we're going to chop up in a little bit and I have some onions shredded carrots and it calls for two cups of cabbage just for uh, quickness sake um, instead of cutting up a cabbage which sometimes they're very huge and it's hard to use it all up I have bought um, the pre-made coleslaw mix it doesn't have the mayonnaise or anything in it it's just the cabbage and it has some carrots in it I believe And it's just a coleslaw mix you can find in your produce department. And let's see here. And you'll need some minced garlic and you'll need some ginger and some oil, some soy sauce and hot sauce. So to begin, I'm going to start cutting up my celery. And as we have mentioned before, we talked about this last week and we'll talk about it again this week. Celery comes in a stalk that has a bunch of little pieces on it. And those pieces are called ribs. So I have pulled off three ribs of celery. I've washed those up, cut the ends off of them. And I just sliced mine down each piece down the middle. And I think I cut the the ribs of celery in half. So I'll be working with smaller pieces. All right, so I'm just, chopping that up real quick as we go along um and then after I get the celery done I'll go ahead and put in the shredded carrots again just for ease I I bought the pre-shredded carrots in a bag and I'll use about half of those tonight and in this recipe and um then I'll use the others Later this week, I plan to make some egg rolls, and I'll be doing those on a call 
at some point. I didn't know if I would have time to do those with the stir fry tonight. So we're just going to go ahead and do this stir fry. And the meat that I'm using is New York strip. We had steaks earlier for our lunch slash dinner, and I had one steak left. And so I said, well, I will use that in my stir fry tonight. All right, so if you have any questions about the recipe so far, go ahead and raise your hand and we can get those answered and I'll do a lot of more explaining as we go along. Um, also, I have saved the tops to my celery, the part that has the leaves on there. And I love the taste of celery. So I'm gonna put the leaves and all in there. All right, Kayla, do we have any raised hands at the moment? We do, Tori. Hi, Tori. Hello. I have a comment rather than a question. I All just right, wanted to say, um, in the place of the uh, whatever meat you want option, uh, you can use mushrooms or um, firm tofu or j even jackfruit if you want to, to make it meat-free. Yes. Thank you so much, Tori. And you can use any vegetables you want. You know, we talked a few weeks ago about... Um, the roasted vegetable burritos. So all those vegetables I mentioned there, you can use in a stir fry and, you know, and then some. So you've got mushrooms and radishes and broccoli and uh, cauliflower, you know, any of that that you have left, you know, if you have like a big weekend and have salads and all the salad toppings, you can use those in your stir fry. As long as it's a farm vegetable, please don't use the lettuce in there. Um, you know, you can use kale if you'd like. Um, but lettuce is just going to get kind of wilty and yucky and nasty and lettuce doesn't cook well, but, uh, spinach and kale, you know, those do cook well. So you can use those if you would like, but just use your own imagination and, and mix it up a little bit, Put just, you know, some things that you haven't tried before. I know some people don't like radishes, but once you roast those or cook those, they lose a lot of that peppery taste. So they're not so hot in your mouth. So those are really good roasted. All right. So we're almost through with our celery here. And once I get the celery done, again, I'm going to toss my, uh, my carrots in and my slaw mix in the bowl with my celery. Because what we do is we... Um, we're going to saute about a tablespoon of the minced garlic. I think the recipe calls for a teaspoon of minced garlic. That's just enough to make me mad. Um, so I, I'm a, I love garlic and I always use a lot of garlic in my food. So we're going to use about a tablespoon, which is equal to three teaspoons. So we'll saute that in um, ginger if you have fresh ginger. You can use that, or you can use ginger powder. I didn't have any fresh ginger. I love cooking with it, but I wasn't going to use, use it in the next week or so for anything. So I just chose to stick with the ginger powder, and I have a big bag of that. All right. We've got just a few more little pieces here. Right, Kayla, do we have any raised hands? Not 
at this time. All right. So something else that I mentioned last week on our call, there are a few changes uh, coming to in the kitchen with Courtney. Um, as you notice, it has changed from Courtney and Carrie to Courtney. Carrie has had to take a leave for a little bit. So um, it's just going to be me doing it for a while. And because of that, I'm going back to what I had originally planned to do for the call. And that's every other week. So we will not have a call next Sunday, but we will have one on September the 11th. Right. So, and on your vegetables, you can cut those to any size you want. I kind of like mine a little chunky um, for my stir fries. So I'm cutting these into about half the celery into about half inch slices, no, third to half inch slice. Because I like that texture. And like I said, I love the taste of cooked celery. Another thing, if you um, cannot do soy sauce, either because it's soy, um, mine is because of gluten, and you can get gluten-free soy sauce. Um, but they're doing all the shortages at the grocery store during the pandemic, it was hard to find gluten-free soy sauce. So I searched out other alternatives and I found liquid aminos. So that's what I use in place of my soy sauce. And it also makes a great steak marinade if you get that bottle confused with your steak marinade bottle because they look a lot alike. And you mix the two together and oh wow, you have a fabulous, fabulous steak. Some. All right. So while I'm still working on my vegetables here, I'm going to ask Kirby if he will tell us what he's got coming up on his call on Tuesday. Or Tori, whichever one wants to pipe up. And we also have a hand as well. Okay, let's go ahead and take that hand and then we'll catch Herbie or Tori. All right, it is Tony or DJ. Hey, to my Jacksonville friend. Is DJ. And oh, hi. Okay, so I have a question for you. Um, sure. When you, when you mentioned the sauces, uh, no, you mentioned soy sauce and yes. hot sauce, right? Yes, sir. Now, do you, you, you blend, is that an either or, or do you blend them? You blend them. It's, okay. I mean, you can, if you don't want to do the hot sauce, you don't have right. to, but yeah, mm -hmm. right. it gives it now, that little so, bit of a kick. Okay. So when you do blend them, it sort of simmers down the hot sauce, kind of makes it a little bit more for most of us who don't eat hot sauce or whatever, or most who don't eat, it kind of makes it more tolerable or it's not as hot, right? It's not as hot if you don't go too wild on the hot sauce. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and you don't you don't have to put the hot sauce in there if you don't want right. to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I was just curious about how the taste was like. You know, when you blend them both together, it sounds interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, and I'm glad you said something because one of the ingredients that is called for in this recipe is three tablespoons of peanut butter. When I cooked this for the first time, I 
was not a fan of the peanut butter. So I'm not using that tonight, but I, and I love peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, I saw that and I'm like, okay, how do you mix peanut butter with hot sauces? This is really, I said, well, and then, then I thought, I said, jokingly, I thought to myself, oh, this would be a good appetizer for someone who's pregnant. But I have it, to agree. It, 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 it did. It did pique my curiosity. That's why I was right. wondering. But well, and I will say that some Asian dishes do have a peanut sauce, and it's made by using peanut butter. Um, oh, you know, some of the okay. recipes that I have looked at use the mm. peanut butter and again i can eat peanut butter straight out of the jar by the spoonfuls and Ooh, you're a sister after my own heart <laughs> and you know i love peanut butter but it was just i don't know if i didn't get it mixed in well um it just it wasn't it wasn't a taste that i enjoyed in my oh, okay. in my food so gotcha. so gotcha. we're not going to use that tonight but that's okay, <laughs> okay. That okay. that's okay and it is, again, if there's things that I use in my recipes, um, go ahead. If you don't like it, substitute or leave it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I'm one of these cooks. Most of the time I follow a recipe once mm -hmm. and then I figure out, okay, how can I make it better? You experiment? <laughs> you, oh, yes, I do. Yes. I do. Mm -hmm. So. Yes. Yeah, so that's, okay. that's how I that's how I cook, and I add a little bit of this. Hardly ever do I measure anything. Um, well, you felt like Tony, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, and yeah. when you're cooking, most of the time you can do that. Now baking, that's a whole different story. Mm -hmm. So yes. you can't really do that yet because that's you got chemistry going on there. So. Well, contrary to you and I, Tony is just the opposite. She does not care for peanut butter. Ah, uh, that's, that's okay. We we won't hold it against her. Nah, nah. We'll still let her come to the call. But thanks, DJ. Yeah. Thanks so much. And uh, by uh -huh. the way, you're doing a great job. And Thank you. Kayla Law, you're doing a great job of hosting. Thanks a bunch. Thank you so much. All yep, right. Yep, Kayla, do we have any other hands, Kayla? We have two. And the first one is Herbie. Okay, Herbie. All right. So a couple things. Uh, first of all, before we actually get into my call, I just want to comment on the peanut sauce. I have actually had it once. I don't know how they made it, but there's this restaurant that had a Thai pizza and it was a peanut sauce with chicken, onions, peppers. And I have to say the sauce was definitely an interesting taste. I don't think I'd go mm -hmm. for it again, at least on pizza, maybe on something else. But, uh, so I was just thinking about that when you mentioned the peanut butter experience. And as for my show, what are we going to do? Well, interestingly enough, a, another Asian dish, sweet and sour chicken. And um, mm. it's going to be a baked slash fried sweet and sour chicken. How is that? Well, you'll have to come on the call on Tuesday to find out. But... Uh, it, um, by accident, it ended up being a two-hour call, but I think I'm going to leave it that way because it actually the recipe takes like an hour alone just for the baking and the flipping, and uh, so we'll just see how much of the time we use and go from there, and I guess I'm cooking rice as well. I just found out uh, that yesterday, so... Um, that is how that goes. So that's going to be a, an experiment in uh, cooking because I have not done rice in years. 
because I'd rather just buy it because it's a lot trickier to cook. But uh, the way the water constantly likes to evaporate, and so you have to keep tending it. And that's work! Let's do that. Anyway. Minute rice is your friend. <laughs> if you don't have a rice cooker, minute rice is your friend. I suppose. Yeah. Minute rice, instant oatmeal. I tend to stay away from that stuff, but yeah. I understand. I, I know. All right. Thanks, Herbie. And I'll get to that other raised hand in just a moment, Kayla. So now I am slicing my onion and I have cut the root end off and I've also cut the top end off and peeled away the papery skin and the one layer. So I always, just to make sure I get all the papery skin off, I, I always cut off the, the top, the first layer of the onion. And I have sliced it in half vertically. And then I'm just cutting it into half moon shapes horizontally. So I've got that half done. So we'll, and the easiest way to cut or slice an onion um, where you're not having to try to make sure you're not slicing your fingers as you get closer to the end of the onion slice until about halfway in your onion half turn it around halfway and slice back toward the middle so you have more of the onion to hold on to and my onion's getting slippery here i've had a few little kitchen and pantry mishaps today i don't need another one so i'm trying to be very very careful here and watch where my fingers are relative to the knife blade all right and again if you don't like chunks of onion um in your you know cooked onion in your food then you know chop it up or dice it up really well or you could go ahead and buy the frozen diced onions all right so i'm going to leave that on my cutting board and I'm going to start slicing my steak real quick here. So stir fry, it, the part that takes the longest is slicing everything. And stir fry, uh, I meant to look up the exact definition, but it is basically where you're cooking vegetables, and or meat at very high temperatures and you're cooking it fairly quickly and this doesn't take long um i used to tend to cook my stir fry a little bit longer than that because my husband is not a fan of crunchy vegetables if they're supposed to be cooked they're supposed to be cooked and he's he doesn't like crunch so uh, but if i'm cooking it for myself it gets it's still there's still some crunch to it so i should have cut that piece of steak in half again all right kayla who's our next hand tori all right tori hello again so first of all another thing that works really well in uh, as a vegetable and stir fry is asparagus just saying yes um for someone who might afford a peanut sauce this is some an acquired kind of taste, but um, 
it is possible that you didn't blend it enough because when you think you've got that blended enough, you need to blend it some more. Um, okay. Especially if you're using the chunky peanut butter. Because and we only do creamy butter, here. Well, that would help, but mm -hmm. um, that is um, really difficult to blend very well with liquid if you're doing, especially if you're doing it by hand. It, if you can, if you ever want to do that again, then I suggest you use an actual blender if you can, because it does okay. make it mix better. All right. I will keep that in mind. And something else I thought about, too, to kind of help mix those ingredients together, I should have put the peanut butter, after I put it in the bowl, put it in the microwave for a few seconds and kind of melted it down a little bit. Yeah, that would help, too. Yeah. And that probably would have mixed better. So. I may give it another try, just not tonight. <laughs> I'm not feeling that adventurous tonight. Another so. thing that can sometimes help is to put the, the like the actual sauce stuff, you know, like the soy sauce or whatever equivalent you're using, put mm -hmm. that into whatever you're doing first before you put the peanut butter in there. Okay. Because, then, because the peanut butter tends to stick to the container less yes. if the liquid is in there first. Okay. Oh, well, keep that in mind. All right, so I'm still slicing on my steak here. Kayla, do we have any other hands at this time? Not at this time. All right, and I'm almost through. I'm going to have more than two cups of, or half a cup of steak here, and just tell you that. I don't know how to uh, cook small meals. <laughs> I usually cook. We eat on it for a couple of days, and... That way I don't get tired of cooking. So, I've just been in a family where, you know, we, we cooked big meals um, when we were catering uh, and then, you know, cooking meals for the church on Wednesday nights. You know, you're feeding anywhere from, we fed anywhere from 40 to 240 people on a Wednesday night. And then when you're catering for, you know, two to 300 people, yeah, <laughs> you kind of forget how to cook for one or two. Oops, sorry about that. My plate keeps popping on me. All right. We are almost through. And then we will get busy with the sauteing and with all the vegetables. And then this will be done. And you can serve this over rice. I just, again, uh, I may cook the rice up tomorrow night. We had eaten later than we typically do. So I just went ahead and just said I wasn't cooking anything else tonight after this call. So. All right, and I just had a little knife mishap, so thankfully I don't think, I think I just poked myself with the point of the knife, so got to watch those points as well. Okay, well, sorry about the popping, y'all. I apologize for that. My plate is being non-cooperative. All right, we'll finish slicing that up in just a moment. So I am going to wash my hands real quick here from the grease from the steak. Now my steak is again is already cooked. Um so we don't have to really to wash your hands and keep good clean hands. But you don't have the, the hazard of the raw meat tonight. All right, so I am using my electric skillet tonight. I have started using this a whole lot more than I use my stove now. And I just love it. So 
If this thing dies, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm cooking it on about 350-ish, between 350 and 400. So, and I've already put my oil in there and I've spread it around some with my, my spoon. And I use a wooden spoon um, most of the time when I'm cooking because this is a nonstick skillet. Um, so I, I, the only time I'll use a, like a metal spoon is just when I'm serving, just not when I'm cooking. All right, so let's grab a spoon and we're going to dip out some of this garlic. And like I said earlier, we love uh, some garlic in this house. So I buy the minced garlic by the quart. So this is a 32-ounce jar that's about empty. So I'm putting that. I'm probably going to empty it tonight. So I'm going to put about two tablespoons in there. Yes, I love my garlic. But remember, too, I'm not following the recipe, per se, so I'm not using the exact measurements on that. So it's not going to be that overpowering. Yeah, we're just going to empty that jar. All right. And now I'm going to slide over here and get my ginger. I failed to get that out of the cabinet earlier. And like I said, you can buy small packages of ginger. Uh, I was using ginger a lot. And so I bought a zip bag and it was about a pound of it. So but a little ginger goes a long way. And DJ, you were asking about, you know, the hot sauce, the ginger and the garlic is going to give that dish a little spice too. It's going to give it just a little, little heat for you. So just keep that in mind as well. DJ actually currently has his hand raised. Okay. All right. We'll go ahead and take the hand then. Okay. But this isn't DJ. Oh, okay. Well, I will, on me. I will <laughs> take Tony's hand then. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, hi, Tony. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm marvelous. Thank you for joining us. You got a question or a comment? Yeah, I got a question for you. Sure, go ahead. When you cook, when you cook in the steak, um, do you cook it before you cut it or do you cut it raw? For this recipe tonight, I went ahead and cooked it because uh -huh. the recipe did call for cooked meat. And so I went ahead and cooked it before I sliced it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Um, okay. De depending on what I'm cooking depends on, you know, I usually slice my meat before I cook it. Uh-huh. So, oh, okay. Um, but again, it just depends on the recipe. But, yeah, you know, if you wanted to cut your steak uh, or your meat before you cooked it for this recipe, that's fine, uh -huh. too. That is fine, too. And you can cook it, um, you know, and then saute your garlic and ginger, you know, remove the uh -huh. steak after it's cooked. Uh -huh. And then saute your garlic and ginger and then start uh -huh. on your vegetables and then add the meat at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. You, I'm a, yeah, because I'm a stir fry person. And, um, oh, I love Mrs. Stir Fry. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to try, I'm going to try that. Yeah. So, well, cool. Okay, Let me DJ know what you think got about it. Yeah, DJ got a he got a something. 
he got a comment or something. Okay, well, I'm gonna like, DJ something. if you could hold on just a second and let me tell sure you what love. I'm doing here, and then I'll come sure back. Love. Yep. So, mm -hmm. um, the recipe says to saute until your garlic and your ginger gets fragrant. So that's what I've done, and it's pretty fragrant before I put it in there. And now I'm adding my vegetables. So what I've added is the recipe says to add the vegetables. It's going to take the longest to cook. So that's going to be your more firm vegetables to add those first and let those start sauteing down some. So I have added my celery, my carrots, and my coleslaw mix. So it's either the coleslaw mix or your cabbage. And I'm just going to let that saute as I stir it into the oil and uh, the garlic mixture. And that's that getting heated up. All right, DJ, you had a comment or a question? Sure thing. Um, yeah, this is for all of you who, uh, all of you who do a little cutting up. And I learned, I, I learned this the hard way uh, at my job. And uh, what I learned was in chopping onions or peppers or whatever, guard your fingers with your life. Yeah. Ball up your hand, the non, the, the, the hand, the free hand that you're using, the one without the knife in it, ball it up like you're balling up a fist and mm -hmm. cut your objects, cut your, you know, whatever you're cutting or, or slicing that way. That way you can protect the digits because they only give us five per hand. And so, some of so us need those to read our braille with. So yeah, you got to be careful with those fingers. Yes, they are our eyes. So yeah, yes, so uh, good. A good pointer. It might sound minute to most, but uh, I learned quickly uh, at my job when I started at Pizza Hut, and I was doing prep. I learned very quickly to uh, guard my fingers with my life. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to make that statement. You're doing an awesome yeah. job too. I can smell Thank it already. All right. All right. Yeah. You, you want to protect your fingers. There are cutting gloves out there. You can just do a, a search on Amazon um, or wherever you buy kitchen supplies. You just uh, you know, do a Google search for cutting gloves and you can find a plethora out there. All right. So these are starting to soften up. These are still starting to soften up a little bit. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to add in my onions. Get those away from the steak here. All right, so I had those on my cutting board there, and I just wipe them down into my skillet. All right, Kayla, do we have any more hands? Not at this time. Okay. So I'm going to mix these onions in with my other vegetables real quick. And then we will start on making the slurry. So the slurry is um, using either flour or cornstarch. You probably can use some other things as well uh, in place of the flour or cornstarch if you can't have those. And you add just a little bit of your, I use cornstarch. You add a little bit of your cornstarch, so it's called for one tablespoon. So that's what I added. And one cup of water uh, or liquid you can use chicken broth beef broth whatever you're using for with your recipe so i use water 
and you mix that up until the cornstarch has dissolved. And this is making a thickener for the sauce. So I am going to go over here and grab my slurry mixture. And when you pour it into your vegetables in just a bit, you want to pour it slowly. Because you don't want it to end up all in one spot, usually. And mine has kind of dried out on me a little bit. So I'm going to add a little more water to this. I said a little bit, that was a lot, but it's, it'll work. We're going to make it work, even if I need to add some more cornstarch. So you want to you know, mix that up really well. Again, the recipe says, you know, mix up your water and cornstarch and then in one bowl. And then you mix up your hot sauce, peanut butter, and um, soy sauce in another bowl. And then you combine them. Okay, that's just too many dishes to have to clean up. So now if you're going to use the peanut butter, and you know, we talked about maybe melting it in the microwave to soften it up to where it was easier to mix, then yeah, go ahead and use two bowls or you can mix your slurry up after you get all that done. All right, so now I call for a teaspoon of hot sauce. I want me some hot sauce, so I'm not measuring. So I'm just putting a couple of shakes in there. That might have been a couple of dozen. I don't. I just shook some in there, and now I'm going to add a tablespoon of soy sauce. So I'm just measuring that over my bowl, and I went ahead and since I've kind of doubled my ingredients. On the slurry, I put in about two tablespoons. Again, I just poured it in. I didn't measure it. Sometimes that can come back to bite you. Sometimes it's a good thing that you can do that. Sometimes it, like I said, it come back to bite you. So we're going to mix this up. And if you want even more heat, if you like a lot of heat, then you can also add in some red pepper flakes if you'd like. I like heat, but not that much heat. All right, so I've got that mixed up, and I'm just going to set that to the side for the moment. And I'm going to stir my vegetables here. We are almost done, folks. All right. So the vegetables are about to the tenderness that I like. So now what we're going to do, we're going to move those vegetables to one end of the skillet. So I'm sticking everything to the right end of my skillet. Because we're fixing to pour that slurry in and we're going to let it kind of cook and thicken up. And we're just going to kind of stir it until it gets good and thick. Then we'll mix in our vegetables and our meat. And we'll be done. Right, so, so I'm going to slowly pour this in. And also keep like a small glass of water on hand. So, you know, if like your vegetables start getting, you know, you need to add a little to kind of make them a little more tender. If you can just pour that in there just a little bit at a time. You don't want to pour like a whole glass of water because then you're going to have stir fry soup. 
All right. Do we have any raised hands, Kayla? We do. Diane has her hand raised. Okay. Hi, Diane. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hi, you're welcome. Um, my question is about your electric skillet. You said you keep it at 350. Yes. Um, is there a knob or something so you can tell where you've got it? Yes, there is a knob. So this has um, on the side of it. I'm just, before I answer that, I'm just stirring in my story and kind of loosening up some of the, the bits that are on the bottom of my skillet from my vegetables. And the recipe says to, you know, mix this until it turns clear. Well, you know how that goes for us. So I'll just do it for about five minutes until I feel it start thickening up. All right. So Diane, to answer your question. So on the electric skillet, it has a device that has a dial on it that has the temperatures and it plugs in to the end of the skillet. And then the other part, of course, plugs into your wall outlet. And on the device, there is a little light. So if you have some vision, you might could see the light a little bit. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. Um, and the knob has temperatures on it. And I just got some sighted assistance to put a bump dot on the 350. And, oh, that's a good idea, yeah. And I know if I turn it toward me, then I'm increasing the temperature. And if I turn the knob away from me, I'm decreasing the temperature. But I, I usually try to put it on about 350 or so. Yeah, that's usually the most common um, temperature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So did that answer your question? And the good thing about this too, once you take the, um, the temperature gauge out of the side, you can throw the whole thing in, in the, the dish water, uh, you know, even where you plug it in plug the device in to the side that it can get wet it just needs to be completely dry before you use it of course so, oh okay yeah oh yeah. sounds good thanks all right uh-huh so i have stirred that until it was starting to thicken up so now i'm incorporating my vegetables into that slurry mixture and i'm hoping i didn't scoot a lot of my vegetables out of the skillet when i was cooking folks that does happen to me too so I can make a mess with the best of them. All right. So I'm going to let that kind of simmer for just a few minutes. And I'm going to add my steak now. Make sure I don't add my knife because then we would, that would be a really sharp dish. So I'm just sprinkling my meat. And with my vegetables, go like that. Yeah, that's not the best way to get iron in your diet. No, no. So, all right. So I've got my meat in there. I'm going to rinse my hands really well real quick. I'm just having all kinds of issues today. Luckily, none of them have sent me to the emergency room, so... We can count today a success. <laughs> All right. So now I'm just going to mix the meat in, let it do its thing and heat up, and this is done. All right, Kayla, do we have any raised hands? Not at this time. Okay. How are we on time? Uh, we have about 20 minutes. All right. Exactly 20 minutes. Okay, thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 
with the heat that's still in the skillet and the vegetables, vegetables being hot, I'm going to go ahead and unplug this and let it do its thing. That way it can start cooling down. And then I'll dip up some in a little bit just to try. All right. So if you have any questions about what we covered tonight, go ahead and raise your hand. And I'll go ahead and go over how to contact us. So if you would like to contact any of the cooks at ACB, you can send an email to acbcooks at gmail.com and I will forward those on to the cook you're wanting to contact. To subscribe to the email list, send a blank email with subscribe in the subject line to acb-cooks plus sign subscribe at groups, no, not at groups, at, at acblists.org. Let me repeat that. It is acb-cooks plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. And that information is in the description of today's call. Uh, again, we will not have a cooking call next Sunday. We are going to every other week now. And I believe I'm going to have to try the recipe, but I'm looking at doing a cinnamon roll casserole on our next call. So if it's not that, it's going to be some cookie bars. So, um, but I will get the ingredient list out as soon as I can for that next call. All right, any other questions or comments before we end? Your hands are clear. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us this evening. Kayla, thank you for hosting. Herbie, thank you always for streaming. And Tori, thank you for jumping in and helping with some suggestions as well. I appreciate all of you so much. And to you, the participants, thank you so much for joining us tonight because without you, we wouldn't have this call. And y'all have a great Sunday evening and we will see you at the next community event.